Hi, I'm Jason Ramston, and I believe we can all work on leading a more positive and intentional life. And this show details my journey by sharing my learning, stories, and conversations with guests. If you want to lead a more intentional life focused on being the best you possible, please subscribe today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends. Today, we're talking a little bit about givers and takers. And if you're not familiar with the topic, that's fine. Hopefully, you'll learn a lot something new here. And if you are familiar with the work of, of Adam Grant and his book, Give and Take, uh, stick around. Hopefully you'll see uh, something new and and learn a little bit about yourself and a little bit about me. So first of all, who is Adam Grant? If you don't know of him, he is a professor in the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania, and he's an organizational psychologist. And what I love about his work, well, it's partly a, uh, as a, as a child when I was in college, I had wanted to be an organizational psychologist, uh, but didn't see my path going down the route of uh, graduate school and an advanced degree as a doctor. And so I decided to pause and pass on that dream. But yeah, fast forward about 35 years or so, and here I am uh, embarking on a, a career in in leadership and executive coaching, and I get to do the same sort of cool things with people that I imagine an organizational psychologist would do, which is trying how to get the best out of people and learning what makes people successful, uh, what makes people thrive in the workplace and in their personal lives. So I feel this connectedness to Adam Grant in his work. And today we're talking a little bit about his book, Give and Take. And what it comes down to is that ultimately, givers and takers, it's, it's why helping others, the giving side, drives our success. And we'll get into that a little bit, and we'll talk about the, a little bit of the differences here today. But I think it's an important topic, especially as we start to emerge from our homes post-pandemic and start to gather again. I think it's, a, it's an important topic for us to consider. Now, if this topic of giving and taking is of interest to you, I really recommend going to Adam Grant's website, adamgrant.net, and I'll put it in the, in the show notes so you have access to it as well. While you're there, they ha- he has a section on his website called Quizzes, and you just scroll down to the bottom and take the Are You a Giver, Taker, or, or Matcher, and again, we'll get into these phrases here in a little bit, quiz. I think it would be an important step to determine where you sit. And the reason is, if you hear the phrase giver or taker, I would imagine you probably think that you're a giver. Uh, most people think they're givers, right? Because who wants to be who wants to be known as a taker? So what exactly are these three types of people? So I think you can probably imagine a taker. A taker is somebody who, when they walk into an interaction with somebody else, is thinking. And it could very well be on a subconscious level, but their their mode is, I'm going to get the most out of this interaction with this other person for myself. I'm not going to give anything in return to the other person. I just believe that whatever this interaction is, it's the shortest path between right now and my goals. And for a giver... A giver is, and this doesn't have anything to do with charity, by the way, but a giver puts other people first. They prefer to be the one who's contributing to the interaction, whatever that may be. The third group of people are called matchers. 
And a matcher is basically somebody who is going to say it is a one-for-one trade. I do for you, you do for me. And they kind of keep tally and track of the interactions that they have with people. And they always ensure that that's in alignment and equilibrium, that there's some equity there between what they do for somebody else and what somebody does for them over the course of the relationship probably wondering why why are we even bothering to talk about this book and this 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 topic today and the truth is this this podcast is all about positivity and mindset and being the best that we possibly can be and recently this book was brought to my attention and the work of Adam Grant in this particular situation came across my desk i started to think is there a relationship between givers and takers and positivity and or happiness. Now, at first blush, you would imagine that takers are probably the most happiest people because they are often seen as the most successful people because takers have this operation about them, this way about them that is going to use people, use interactions to expand their network and try and be successful and and goal-oriented as they possibly can be for the betterment of themselves and no one else. And what Grant's research shows is that while most people believe that takers are the most successful group of people, the truth is it's actually givers. Givers tend to be more successful at the very top end than takers are. It's also true that givers are at the bottom of the range as well. So they have a wider spectrum of being the most successful all the way down to the least successful, where the takers have a little bit of a tighter range, as do the matchers. But if you think about it, if you think about that range of the givers where the top or most successful people are givers, when I when I kind of read that and was going through the exercises of this book and some of the conversations that we've had, around this particular topic where I work is that givers tend to be the most successful because they care the most about the people that they're interacting with. So think about that in the terms of somebody who is a salesperson or somebody who is a doctor. You tend to find those people who put other people first in their profession uh, and want the best for those people above themselves will elevate them in in the success of their careers. So how does any of this really fit into your life and and how how you go about the work that you do or the life that you lead? I'd say what step one would be to go to the website, adamgrant.net, and take that quiz and determine, are you a giver, are you a taker, or are you a matcher? And then the next step would be to, to really think about where do you fall on the scale? And and what I mean by the scale, like, are you a happy taker? Are you a happy giver? Are you an unhappy taker or an unhappy giver? And then what do those phrases even mean to you? So a happy taker is someone who will accept help all of the time. It's almost like it's a, it's a God-given right. And at, at, I would say at best, they probably think of themselves as just a little bit of a taker, and they don't really... Um, see themselves as somebody who takes all of the time. I would imagine too that a, a happy taker believes that being connected to them is 
is probably a good thing for the people who are givers and that it's almost fortunate that people gather around them or are connected to them. And they probably even believe that the givers are fortunate to work with them because they're givers. They, they have a place in the world. They kind of see things that way. Now, if you think about these people in the workplace, you know, they, they may have kind of a demeanor to them that draws you to them because they're happy and, and maybe even be seen as successful. But a happy taker is someone who is almost doing a disservice to those around them. Uh, they're the people who will say, well, always my plate is so full and they'll take, they'll, they'll take the extra help whenever they can uh, without doing any reciprocity in return for the person who is helping them. And unfortunately they say, well, if somebody's willing to help, I'm going to take that from them. Now their counterpart is the happy giver. The happy giver does not have a care in the world of whether or not somebody is more successful than, than them, that they have more than they do. They just like to help people. They want to be involved in other people's lives. They want to be able to help. They want to connect them to other people. They want to lend a hand. And what, what I think happy givers are, are people who also work in a way that they can manage their own priorities and tasks in life and also offer help and they find a good a good balance it's not all about um, either taking something from somebody else or just being a full-time giver they would prefer to give but they also know how to, to take care of their own business as well then you slide over into a quadrant of unhappy takers they realize that they're takers they realize that they ask for help more than they give help they usually justify their uh, taking from from givers as because it's temporary. I'm in a I'm I'm in a particular spot right now. Um, I need the help. Later on, I'll get over the hump and I'll be able to help somebody else. But that's not true. Every it's always that the moment that they're in, they're seeing it as temporary need for help. Temporary need for help. But the truth is, that it's always something that they do, and it eats at them. Uh, whereas the happy taker uh, doesn't see the guilt of the taking from others uh, without any re reciprocity. So the unhappy taker is aware of what they're doing. They just don't know how to go around uh, flipping the script in their particular situation. And then you have, I think, what is probably the most dangerous category, which are the unhappy givers. And I'll call them the most dangerous category because they're the ones who are most likely to burn out. Uh, of being a giver. Now, these people understand that they're givers. They understand that they will do anything to see other people su succeed. They almost pressure themselves into helping others. And to a certain degree, they kind of feel secure or have this sense of, of well-being. And I think it's a false sense of well-being that others need them. Um, they have a fear of missing out. If people aren't coming to them for assistance or help, they feel like they're not worthy. And that, I think, drives them to be even more of a giver and going out of their way and trying to help people. But those are the type of people who will burn out of, of the giving. And two, the, I think the, the unhappy giver are people who have a lot of built-up resentment. They expect 
to a certain degree that if I give to you, you'll give to me. So in their mind, maybe they think of themselves as a matcher, uh, but they never actually seek the match to their giving. All right, so we have happy takers, happy givers, unhappy takers, and unhappy givers. So where does the positivity of all of this lie? How does that work its way into this conversation? And uh, we'll get into that in just a second, and we'll be right back. So hold tight. Welcome back. We're talking about givers and takers today and how that applies to happiness and to positivity. So how do you go about turning things around? If you went and took the test and you've determined that you're a taker, and I don't even wonder if takers will actually go and take the test. (laughs) Probably not. They probably just see themselves as not needing to do so. But if you ended up being a taker and you feel like you're an extreme taker based upon the results of that test, how can you go about kind of correcting your behavior uh, in order to kind of move yourself down maybe towards matters a little bit. I think one is, is think about who is your top giver? Who do you take from the most? How often do you ask those individuals for help? How often do you go to them? How often do you need their assistance, whether that's at work or whether it's in your personal life. If you're a taker, you have somebody who is your number one giver to you. And think about how do you express gratitude to them? When was the last time you you thanked them for the assistance that they gave you? Uh, When was the last time that you spent some time with them or even just called them up to say, thank you. I appreciate all that you've done for me. You could possibly even do something for them in return. Takers, I I know that's hard for for most people who are takers. They don't see that reciprocity in a relationship, but it will go a long way towards, I think, healing what may be going on in a giver's mind about somebody who's taking from them all the time. You may even want to say to yourself, hey, this particular task, this particular time, this is my responsibility. This is something that I need to do for myself. I don't need assistance to get it done. I'm going to take this task on by myself. And if you can, if you find that you're that you're an extreme taker, just once a day, once a week even, try and do something for somebody else. Try and see the other side of the coin, if you will. If you took the test and you find yourself to be an extreme giver, what are some things that you can do to kind of get yourself to maybe come back from that stance a little bit? And it's it's not unlike the extreme taker. Identify who is your most consistent taker and, and try to understand a little bit why is it that you're willing to help that person without question all the time when they ask. The more often that you can kind of keep their mind and their requests uh, at the forefront and be cognizant of how much they ask you for assistance, I think we'll go a long way towards maybe possibly breaking that pattern of behavior a little bit, at least on your side. If you are an extreme giver, you you can learn to say no. You just need to find the capacity to say that. And you may even want to chunk it down if it's something that you can do in 10 or 15 minutes, that it's not an incredible time suck for you to be able to give to somebody who is your number one taker. If you can chunk it and say, okay, it's going to take maybe 10 minutes of time. That's all I'll give to that particular task. Then you can you can start to work towards having some reciprocation with that person. Now, one of the one of the warning signs you need to look out for though is if you are an extreme giver or you see yourself as an extreme giver, 
is make sure that you're not feeling pressured or compelled to help help the other person, whoever your whoever your number one taker is of your time and your energy. Make sure that you don't feel pressure to do that. And if it's the repeat kind of work, for instance, if you're if you're a parent and your kids are always asking it, and your kids, and I say kids, your older children, if they're teens, somewhere between fourteen and then we'll say twenty, twenty-one, if they are if they're always asking you to make them food or do their laundry or feeling compelled to clean their rooms, flip the switch, teach them how to do it. You know, there's a reason that you say if you you give a person a fish, you can feed them for a day. But if you teach them how to fish, you can feed them for a lifetime. I really believe that if you are a giver, the more that you can teach your the person who is the taker, your number one taker, how to do the things for themselves or, or even provide them some guidance, I think the better the relationship will be. So why is any of this important to me and, and certainly to you? Um, so as as a coach, uh, one of one of my main priorities is to ensure that people find success in their lives or whether that's in their professional life or their personal life. And one of the things you can focus on is your strengths. And I think having a well-rounded understanding of who you are as a person from your strengths and your weaknesses, we like to focus on strengths. But I think having an understanding of whether you are a giver, a taker, or a matcher in conjunction with your strengths in the workplace or in your home life provides you with with a good look inside of yourself to determine you know, what are the next steps that I can take to improve my surroundings, to improve how I work with others, to improve uh, my standing at work, or improve my relationship at home. And I'd love to be able to do that for you. If, if that's something of interest to you, you know, I'd love to connect with people and social media. Uh, you can always find me at direct.me slash Jason Ramsden. The link to all of my social media for the, for the, for the show here uh, is on that link. So find me, come, come have a conversation. Let's chat about this particular topic. Let's, let's chat about any topic that you, feel that will help improve yourself, uh, well, that will help improve your positivity, that'll help improve your life and, and what you give back to others. And what my, my goal is in sharing this type of information with you through this, through this medium, through this podcast, is to just bring awareness to what exists in the world and how people are are seen, how interactions with others affect each other, and and ultimately how you can go about thinking through your life, kind of turning turning the mirror inwards to consider what can I do to become a better person? What can I do to become a better partner? What can I do to become more successful in the workplace? And a lot of that takes understanding. It takes research. It takes time. And it takes a willingness to fix what may be broken uh, about how you operate in your life. And I don't say that lightly. I believe everybody is broken. uh, And by broken, I mean has something that they can improve in their lives. And if you take the time to really look inward and consider how you can make yourself a better person, not not only just for you, and, that, and I think that's an important point to make, 
but to make yourself better for other people. And I, I really hope as, as we come out of quarantine, come out of pandemic, that as individuals, we are really focused on making the lives of other people better. I think, I think we'll find ourselves in a much better space as an individual, a much better space as a, a, a country, and I think a much better space as just human beings in general. And I would encourage you, go go to Google, hop on Google, put in givers and takers. That's all you have to do to put into the search box and start to read, start to spend a little bit of time digesting the work of Adam Grant, digesting the interviews he's had, digesting the blogs and other takes, kind of like I've done here in this podcast, of what people uh, view as the positives and negatives of givers and takers. Because of all, I think of of all the topics I've talked about so far on this show, this one hits home for me more than others. You know, we've talked about stress and challenges and goal setting and the art of conversation. But for me, this topic of, of givers and takers is one that I'll continue to dive into, that I'll continue to focus on, because it is incredibly fascinating to me to try and understand where this fits in my life, uh, where it fits in my kid's life, my wife's life, and uh, where we sit as a family. Um, the dynamics is, is I start to kind of think through kind of how we operate as a family is fascinating to me. And I would, I, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Take the time to do the research. And by research, you know, I'm just basically saying again, or go ahead and Google givers and takers and just flip through a couple of the articles. Uh, they're not, you know, overwhelming. It's good information. And I think the more people who hear this show, the more people who understand whether a giver or taker and what that means in their life, I think the better off we'll be. And as we get ready to close out today's show, I just, I want to say thank you. I th- thank you for being here. You know, um, if you're a regular listener to the show that, I believe your gift of time listening to this show does mean the world to me. It's so important. Uh, there's nothing more important than the time that you can give. And I just want you to always remember, be well, be happy, be you. And then until next time, may your quest for positivity begin today. If you like today's episode, please go to podchaser.com. Search for Positivity on Fire and leave a five-star rating and review. For more on my positivity quest, follow me at Positively underscore J on Instagram or TikTok or engage with the show by visiting direct.me slash Jason Ramston. Have an amazing day.